Hey True Crime fans, do you need a new True Crime podcast to listen to? Then check out Just In Case You Forgot, the True Crime podcast about the Stacey Colbert cold case out of Columbus, Ohio. Hosted by me, Bill Swafford. I got the call, ran over to her apartment. Her car was still there and um, there was still like snow on the ground a little bit. I go into her place. I mean, it's obviously that like all of her stuff is there. Doors are open, like things are open. So I knew like something like I just knew it was bad. And so, I mean, I first call my dad and mom like something horrible happened. I'm calling the police and then I call the police. And, you know, I can still see her standing on the corner, waving goodbye. Um, You know, that's, that's the last time I saw her. I go over the investigation into the death of Stacy Colbert and talk to those who knew Stacy. They reported it, it was like a 40 year old, but I still got those little hairs raised on the back of my neck think, thinking this is, this, I, you know, I have a really bad feeling about this. My name is uh, Jeff Bessinger and I am currently a sergeant with the Delaware County Sheriff's Office when a hunter looking for his lost hunting dog uh, located a skull in the woods. Uh, That started the investigation for Delaware County. So check out, just in case you forgot, the true crime podcast about the Stacey Colbert cold case on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. I almost didn't do this one, but we're talking about the first woman, the Sentinel Sparky or ride the lightning, as some would say, in Ohio. Swafford right here in the Buckeye State for another episode of Murderers in Ohio. In this episode we are going to talk about Anne Mary Hahn, the first woman to sit in the electric chair in the state of Ohio. And I almost did not do this episode on Anna and I'm gonna tell you why. Because even though there's a lot of articles about Anna Hahn, they're all basically the same. So if you read an article about her, you're probably going to hear a bunch of the same stuff, except with my little opinion added into it. And for this, we got to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Ohio sits right on the Ohio River. Right across the river, you got Kentucky. Everybody knows Cincinnati is a big city. Now back in the time, there was a German community. In the 1830s, large numbers of Germans started to settle in Cincinnati. They made their own churches. They had their own newspapers in German language. The Germans wasn't always fully accepted, though. There's a lot of people that was blaming the Germans for the problems that was happening in the city. Anna Hahn was actually born in Germany, and she was a young adult when she come 
the German community in Cincinnati and stay with relatives. Now Anna's story is one of them stories that makes me fear getting old and makes me fear letting anybody take care of me when I get old. It's one of them stories that makes you really want to figure out who you can trust. And Anna was one of them women that liked poison. That was her method of murder, was poison. Anna was married at this time, but she wasn't one of the let me murder you for the insurance kind of woman. Anna actually offered her services up as a live-in attendant for the elderly. Which basically means that she's going to live at this person's house and take care of them. You might be thinking to yourself, Anna Han so far sounds like a normal German immigrant to just come over to America and start a new way of life. So I'd like to talk about a little bit of Anna's history back in Germany. When Anna was 19, she was still in Germany. She did have a son. The story has it that Anna lied to her parents about who the father was. Parents found out that Anna was lying. And the family had Anna sent over to America without her son. Which makes me wonder, what else could there be in her past to make her parents send her to America? Yes, she did lie about who the father of her son was which nobody still knows who the father is. But how does a parent just say, okay, you lied to us, so we're just going to send you all the way across the ocean. You're just going to stay over there without your son. To me, that sounds like if this was true, that there was more going on with Anna over in Germany. And this was just the last thing that the parents finally said, okay, we can't take it no more. You got to go. On August 1st, 1937, a man that I'm just going to call George died. And something led to some suspicion, and there was an autopsy done on George's body. And there was a level of arsenic found in George. And we all know that arsenic is no good for your body. George was an old man, and he did have somebody taking care of him. And the lady's name was, you guessed it, Anna Mary Hahn. An investigation was started. Anna Hahn was the prime suspect. Now law enforcement dug up the bodies of two men that Anna had taken care of previously before she had taken care of George. And an autopsy was done on both of their bodies. And arsenic was found in them as well. It's said that Anna had left town. And when she had come back... Law enforcement was waiting on her with warrants for her arrest. Hey, listeners, I want to give you ears a break and look at a good ebook. Go to barnesandnobles.com and check out They Weren't Dead. It is a collection of three short stories about three individuals that people thought were dead, but they really weren't. So if you want to check out a good ebook, Go to barnesandnobles.com and check out They Weren't Dead. Short stories by me, William Swafford. In November of 1937, Anna was convicted of murder. 
She is known for having five victims, all done by poisoning. And she was sentenced to the electric chair. There was no recommendation of mercy on her behalf. Now the story has it that Anna had a gambling problem. And all of her five victims had something in common. Yeah, Anna took care of all of them. But she also used these victims for money. Some had left her money in their wills. Her victims actually left her his house in his will. So there was more than just murder. I mean, there was murder for a reason. It was for money. That was it. It was greed. Whether it was for gambling or whatever, it was for money. Shows you really got to watch who you trust, especially when you get in your older age. For myself, though, it just feels like there's just more to this story for the state of Ohio to condemn a lady to the electric chair with absolutely no recommendation of mercy out for her life. I have looked at pictures of Anna and her son online. And when you look at these pictures, you see two people that if you've seen them on the street, you wouldn't think that that was a lady who was out taking advantage of old people and poisoning them. She just didn't look like that type of person. Now, if I got my dates right, the death of her last victim was August 1st, 1937. She was convicted and sentenced to death November 1937. That's only four months. Then her death, her execution, she sat on Old Sparky December 7th, 1937, which is 13 months from when she was sentenced to death. That right there, to me, has a wow factor. I mean, you think about today's death row inmates. Some sit on death row for decades fighting the pills and things before they're executed. This woman sat on death row for 13 months. Anna Hahn was put to death at the Ohio Penitentiary in Columbus, Ohio. In the last moments of her life, Anna actually wrote letters to the attorney. And it was confessing to what she had done. Full confession. And I really wish I could find those. I really wish I could see those. And I know that there's other podcasts that's done episodes on Anna Marie Hahn. So I don't really want to go listen to them and try to use what they're talking about. So I got to leave it to where I've seen it and what I've looked up myself. Sorry, I don't have more on this. I really wish I did. That's one of the reasons why I debated about doing this episode. Because I know there's been discussion out there and I don't have maybe all the info that they got i don't know like i said there's other podcasts that i have not listening to because i don't want them to influence what i'm saying now maybe i'll catch them after i do this but as of right now you know i want it to be what i'm saying what i've seen and not what everybody else is saying out there so well we'll finish off by saying this that anna's son was put into foster care and it said that he was moved out west And hopefully he did end up having a decent life. You know, having a mother who was convicted of what Anna was and to be her son. You know, it could have been hard for him. 
Hopefully it wasn't. There's a couple different versions of what Anna's last words were. Basically, it doesn't matter what version you believe because they both end up with the same meeting, which is basically Anna pleading for her life. Anna Hahn was buried at Mount Calvary Cemetery in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you for joining me, your host, Bill Swafford, for episode 3, Murderers in Ohio. And please subscribe now, like and share, help us out here at the podcast, and make sure that you're here for the next episode. In the next episode, we are going to stay right in Preble County, and we're going to venture over into Montgomery County. But we're going to stay right here in 2021. You're not going to want to miss this next episode. Stay tuned. Podcast and music was put together by myself, Bill Swafford.